Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All I ever wanted was a little love. I want you. And welcome to True Romance. This is Carolina Barlow, and I'm joined by Devin Leary. I didn't know which one it was. Still don't know. It's a year and a half in. I know. She has trouble. You know, that girl, she she has trouble. (laughs) Every time I get a notification on my phone, which is once a week, that says a new episode of Real Housewives of Potomac is available because I did purchase the season online so that it would be immediately downloadable and that I wouldn't have to watch the ads on BravoTV.com. Anyway, once a week, I get this little notification that says a new episode is available, and I just can never now not think of Carolina saying the Real Housewives of Potomac, (laughs) and she was not joking. I've lived a life, and I've missed things in that life, and and that's pronunciation of some words, some grammar. I don't know. I was, you know, I was popular for a period of time in school, and Devin maybe wasn't as popular, and so... You know, Devin may have focused more on her studies the years that I was busy having underage sex. I did learn a lot. I did learn a lot about like dictation and accents and all this stuff because I was watching a lot of TV from a young age. I I learned about uh, what it's like to be from Staten Island from True Life. I'm a Staten Island girl. I learned about what it's like to have a timeshare in New Jersey from True Life. I have a, a I have a shore share or something. Um, I I didn't learn that much from that one, but like I was learning about adult things. So I think like, yeah, I got a certain kind of education that although Carolina did graduate from college and I didn't, she may not have learned the subtleties of something like Potomac versus Potomac or Nexium versus Nixiam. Today on True Romance, we are doing something really exciting for me and my future. But first, we are going to talk about our predictions and just dreams and excitement. I, I'm I'm feeling a lot of feelings. So we just watched my first full episode of Bachelor in Paradise. 
it felt like I was at a party. I was so excited. I was gripped by the drama. I was already thinking, oh no, oh yes, why is she here? What are we going to do about this? And disgusted by people, in love with some other people, really, really hoping for some certain love stories to come true. Watching this, I thought, oh, this is what I want from The Bachelor that I don't get. The hookups. The hookups. The people aren't like, they're as camera ready as they can be, but they can't be perfectly camera ready. Yeah. Like super hot. Yeah. I actually got into Bachelor in Paradise before I really got into The Bachelor at all. And it was exactly what you said. It was like the high school hookup fulfillment that I needed. It's so exciting. New people coming all the time. New couples happening all the time. In the world of dating reality shows, Bachelor in Paradise is just straight pregame. It's all like anything could happen. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. It's none of the hangover. It's none of the darkness. Like I've been watching some other reality shows recently where I'm like, ooh, this is just the dark part of the night. Uh, Real Housewives (laughs) of New York where Sonia is a deeply drowning alcoholic. So it's nice to have just like the, the, the hope of the night, the shots, the... You know, Sarah from Modern Family's husband serving shots. Oh, Wells Adams, yeah. Uh, he does have an air of stability about him. I get that choice of uh, partner. There was one girl in one season of Bachelor in Paradise who just had a crush on Wells. And instead of going for any of the guys on the island, she expressed her crush to Wells. And he was like, oh, I'm actually dating a serious actress. No, he didn't say that, but <laughs> he just didn't go for her. Shut it down. Good for him. Yeah. I also just to circle back on Sonia, because it was something I was thinking today. Once in a while, I'll see someone who looked like me when I was drinking. Like I'll be out. I mean, this is two years ago when anyone was out, but I would be out and thinking like, oh, my gosh, everyone's like drunk. Haha, it's so much fun. And then I'll see someone really drunk, like who needs help sitting down in a chair and then sits down on the ground instead. And I'm like, oh, that's what I looked like. Yeah. And I was watching Roni season six, where Sonia claims everyone left her at the racetrack, even though they didn't. She comes home mad. And then she's talking to the, her driver and explaining the situation to her driver, who's like, I could give a shit. Just like, <laughs> please get in the car. And I was like, oh, this is what I look like drinking. And that's why it's good. I'm not doing it. But I feel for Sonia because I do really like her. But we're not here to talk about that. Let's get out of the dark spot. Let's get back into the pregame. <laughs> This year is really, as Devin said before we started recording, has been my year of getting into reality TV. And and it's so funny because whenever I bring anything up to Devin, it looks like I'm a kindergartner bringing up like a book to her teacher. She's like, okay, yeah, you want to talk about this? Okay, here we go. So no, you actually don't know anything about her yet because you're only on the first season. So I know. Here's the first thing I have to say which was the most glaring thing to me coming out of the gate in this season is everybody acting like Kenny from Tasha and Claire season is like this hot guy. I'm like, I don't remember him being some in-demand guy on the seasons he was on. Okay, but Claire asked for a one-on-one with him. And I literally remember being like, why is she asking for a one-on-one with one of the more unattractive people I've ever seen in my life? And you guys, I'm not being shallow because he's got people rooting for him. But I mean, this guy has a American flag tattoo on his tit that's like roaring, like shredded in the wind. And on the rest of his arm, he has blue and red stars. He has plucked his eyebrows half the way down. His hair is spiked. 
And he obviously has a fake tan. And this is what bothered me was that he walked in naked as like, I'm crazy. This is me. And everyone was like, wow. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. But he was getting so much attention for it, which obviously was his intended purpose. But still, I, w- I don't know. And then he makes out with this girl on the first episode. And right afterwards, in that cocky way, he goes, not bad. Caroline and I were talking about recently the kids who dance at a wedding and it's like at first everyone's like oh that's so cute like these kids are dancing but then after a while you're like all right why is all the attention on these kids like they're just kids they don't really actually know how to dance and also i need room to dance like i can't worry about stepping on like a two-year-old's fingers we get the bit yeah like it's like once little john comes on maybe the kids clear the floor that's all i'm saying so that's how i felt about kenny's bit of like being naked where i was like okay we kind of get it like you walk down the stairs naked that's all you really needed to do you don't have to stay naked like everyone is kind of over it aren't you having like any sort of skin reaction like i just don't understand i also looked him up because Someone said like, oh, Kenny, the boy band manager from Tasha. Oh, he yes, said that. that he was, was like, I'm job. Kenny. I'm the boy band manager from Tasha season. So obviously I was like, oh, it's odd that I had never looked up the fact that he's a boy band manager. So I Googled it because I just thought, who could he be managing? Like, who even is a boy band right now besides like BTS? And God knows that he a man with a shattered American flag tattoo is not managing BTS because God exists. OK, So I see that he manages something, in fact, called the boy band night. So I'm thinking, like, basically, what is this? It doesn't look like it. It is a like, is it a band? It's called the boy band night. And it says all live full band hashtag boy band tribute. So I'm like, oh, okay. so I guess it's a boy band tribute band. That's what he manages. There's a section on the website called hashtag boy band manager. Obviously, I'm thinking that's Kenny's page, and it is. And it says that in 2014, he discovered the boy band Night and handpicked band members, which took almost a year to begin practicing in someone's basement to play boy band cover songs. So this is what I'm saying is like, maybe don't go around bragging about this. And they list their like, popsugar.com did a story about us like really i just don't understand how you could lead with that i don't understand how anyone could be like this guy obviously is attractive at all like they're like one girl was like kenny's muscles Uh, yeah that is going to be a thing yeah and also he's 40 he's listen the 40 doesn't bother me at all literally grocery store joe was 50 i would still hook up with him but there it's like the the flag tattoo like i literally i was mesmerized by the fact that it takes up his whole one of his whole pecs yeah and the fact that he has the gall to say not bad after a kiss with a girl like he's so hot i'm like ew put pants on finally you've been like naked for like 24 hours i can't believe everyone was so cool with it it's so bad he did post something in honor of healthcare workers that's a low bar everyone should be it's a low bar but i i was thinking (laughs) like he's he had he's vaccinated so he he looks anti-vax that's why i checked oh he does look very anti-vax yeah i have some predictions okay go ahead first of all kelsey she's the blonde from pilot pete season who's who is really insecure on the season and she also popped champagne up her nose and i'm fascinated by her because she's beautiful 
but she is so insecure. But Kelsey comes in, brings champagne, and she says, like, well, I'm, like, over being the champagne girl. I was like, this is exactly how insecurity works. No one is... I am the only person who remembers this. I and know. you are literally, like, I have to shed this part of me that, you know, I, I'm tired of being her, um, but I wanted to poke some fun at it. And it's I'm really... I'm tired of being her. <laughs> she's it's really painful watching her interact with the like people because she's like hey guys just wanted to you know get out of my shell a little bit say hi i was like oh babe everything's gonna be okay i didn't have her background because i didn't watch pilot pete season but i was very confused why this was a thing like i was like did everyone on her season call her the champagne girl no. like I'm, i don't she get it she honestly wasn't even bullied or anything. She was just so insecure. Like she was the kind of girl that would have to go see Pete privately because she said like, I really don't like it when the guy like is kisses someone else. Like, right. no, like I really don't like it. And you kind of want to be like, yeah, well, you know, that's kind of the concept of the show you signed up for. I want to talk about grocery store, Joe, but first let's take a quick commercial break. I want you. started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married yeah. at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation <laughs> yeah. that didn't have to deal with Instagram and that. Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. We create magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots. 
the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back with True Romance. Let's talk Grocery Store Joe. So Grocery Store Joe is (laughs) so attractive. He's so just like cute and has a really, really, really cute accent that makes me want to punch myself in the face. It's so hot. And the funny thing is, is that Brendan from Tasha's season shows up and Brendan is just objectively super beautiful, like freckled, like piercing blue eyes and everyone all the girls are like brendan is um very good looking and then all the guys are like it sucks because brendan's like so good looking and yeah grocery store joe says he was like well then brendan's there and listen i always wanted to be like that i i don't know why i wore this outfit and he goes i always wanted to be like a clooney and I was like, I need you to get completely naked right now. He's so cute. No, he's so shy. I watched his season where him and Kendall fell in love. And I was rooting for them because I just think he's so perfect. So this is the thing is he obviously speaks from the heart. Devin didn't know that he was trying not to cry when he initially starts <laughs> I, about Kendall. And I he made was doing... <laughs> She was like, what is up with him? Like, what about the raspberry noises? Because he said basically <laughs> that talking to, you know, this girl reminded him of Kendall. And he starts going, yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> and I understood it as someone who's like, oh, yeah, when you're doing anything not to cry. I know, like, when cameras are on me and I'm doing anything not to cry. Um, Devin has not had that experience, so I haven't had that experience because I have never tried not to cry. I let it out. Carolina knows I go to her house five minutes in. I'm sobbing on the floor and I'm saying I should have just said I didn't want advice. I should have just said that I wasn't ready for advice. Okay, because I don't know. I just crying comes really easily to me. As I've said on this podcast before, when I'm in a relationship with someone, it starts out like whenever I cry, they are like, oh, my God, are you okay?" And then it becomes they become so used to it that they're just like, okay, now she's crying. Anyway, continuing with the conversation, like, what's the next thing? Because it just happens to me on command almost. So I to me, it was confusing. Like if I was him, I I would have just cried. I would have been like, yeah, I'm talking about my ex. I'm crying. That's my yeah. Life. I mean, he's a sensitive. And so he leaves the group. This is also typically what gets me really attracted to guys because I like someone who is emotionally distant from me and themselves is that he just wanders away from the group. Everyone's having their fun. He's just walking away. Just And it's because, obviously, he's thinking about Kendall. Wells breaks it down for him and is like, open up your heart again. And it's only when he finally, like, canoodles with Serena P. And it's so cute. And by the way, this dysmorphia that this Bachelor universe has around age is very triggering. I know. They're like, you're 35? Oh, my God. That's so real. Okay. It's confusing, too, because I I actually thought Serena was someone who was, like, definitely more mature than I am. And she's like, I'm 21 or something. I was like, what the She's fuck? 23. She just 
She's just perfect, okay? No, all the guys are in love with Serena, but of course she ends up with Grocery Store Joe. Now, if this were real life, Grocery Store Joe would be blackout and would have hooked up with like Victoria. A Victoria would have totally taken advantage of someone who had a broken heart and be like, oh God. Okay, this is like, I am a goddess. My favorite thing is she says like, my goddess energy isn't exactly drawing guys in yet. Um, I know. And I was like, oh, babe. My favorite was when they flash back to her saying like, I'm the most toxic person in the house. That is total bullshit because it just is golden. What are your predictions? We haven't even said a single prediction. I'm so stressed out by this already because I, I end on a high note. I end on a high note. First of all, we haven't even talked about my the most exciting couple of all time, which is Abby and Noah. I do believe Noah has a sincere soft spot for her. And I love that he immediately started talking about her hearing loss, not in a but way, but in an and way like, oh, and I've worked with people who have hearing loss before. And he put quote unquote on this, like quote unquote, it's a disability, meaning that he doesn't think of it as a disability because, you know, it's just a characteristic of someone. That was so cute. That was so cute. He immediately walked in. He immediately like asked her to hang out and talk. She's really nervous, but she's also to me doesn't have like a front like she's like yeah i go really slow i don't know well that's what stressed me out like i would like to predict that they end up end up together but i'm nervous that she's too closed off because he was basically saying it's really impossible to go slow in this situation which is true so i don't know i kind of agreed with him where it was like well you can't really go slow i agree with him too i think she was really nervous yeah. And I just I'm rooting for them more than anyone because he struck me as like more mature. And I'm like, oh, this is a totally like a guy that actually seems like he wants to settle down. I hope so. So I'm hoping for that. Listen, Kendall is a friend of the pod that is in the upcoming episodes that Kendall comes back. Yep. And that puts Joe in a crazy situation. And poor Serena. I also can't wait for Becca Kufrin to come on because... I just love when they throw in the wild cards. That's my favorite thing about it. Okay, so I want Tajwan's, uh, like, you know how she dated Trey's uncle? Love. I want her, I want Trey's uncle to come on. Okay, I love her. And I also was thinking, like, we were talking about what if they put, like, girls like us on The Bachelor. I know. I remember her season of Bachelor in Paradise that they flashed back to where she was like, it's just so hot. Like, I can't think about anything else. That would be me on the show. Like, I literally was like, oh, some people are probably gonna be like the girl who thinks it's so hot and I can't think of anything else. I would not be able to think of anything else. I would be in the shade. Even if they were like, let's go sit on this bed in the sun. I would say, no, nothing is worth yeah. that. Nothing's nothing is worth, worth that. that. I would just be gossiping the whole fucking time. I know I really would be too. And we all know what happens when things don't go the way I expect them to. So <laughs> if, if like someone else got a one in one, I would probably start crying and leave. I really hope that Demi admits her real age, which is 15 and evil. Wait, I like loved Demi though, because there was a season she came on where she like came out as bi and she was basically like, I actually have to leave to go be with my girlfriend. But yeah, I do wish she would admit that she's a child. Doesn't seem like that's going to happen. She's like a child pageant star on the loose. She's an imp. She's a little Polly Pocket in my pocket. You guys, I am doing something big. Probably that's never been done before. Um, and I want you guys to be there with me. So please stay tuned. And we will be right back as I 
fill out an application, yes, to be a contestant on the next season of The Bachelor. Please stay tuned. I want true romance. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back with True Romance. It's us again, but most importantly, it's me again. And it was Devin's suggestion that I apply to be on The Bachelor. We've joked about it so many times. I mean, listen, I would love to be Bachelorette, but I think you have to get, I don't know. You have to be on a whole season of The Bachelor first. Yeah. Wait, by the way, and then you have to be the fan favorite of The Bachelor season. Yeah. But I think that's possible for you. I think think that's possible for me too. 
but let's just start with the basics. Okay. Let's make it happen. Let's see what goes on. God, I know Ivan has wronged you by saying he's agnostic, but please, please, universe, and please, please, goddess Victoria, look so down goddess upon us. Victoria, please, I know the energy didn't work for you. Maybe it'll work for me. I wish I could wear your zip tie crown right now. And <laughs> so I put in the basics, my name, D-O-B. I've never been married before. I don't have children. But Ooh. if I did, that'd be the first thing I would tell you on a date. And I'd hold up a little picture and be like, do you want to be <laughs> his daddy? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you put your social security number and your bank account information? <laughs> yes, I put my routing number. So okay. I could definitely get my first check. Okay. Um. You're already doing better than me because today I tried to make a sinus doctor appointment and they said, what's your date of birth? And I said, February 27th, long pause. Year? I was like, oh, 1992. Okay, so the big question is why would you like to be on the show? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to be like, I'm going to say hello. You guys can't see, but right now she's typing grocery store Joe in all caps. <laughs> oh, I am... How would you describe me? Not like a cosmopolitan. I am what? <laughs> a I am from Not like a cosmopolitan. Malibu. Not not like an urbanist. <laughs> not like a metropolist. I am from Malibu and also New York. I want to be like charming. I've definitely been through the ringer with health problems. Oh, yeah, you got to play yeah, that I wanna, up. Yeah, I want to lean into that. Okay, so uh, say um say I am at the peak of my life, having overcome <laughs> so yeah. much in the past few years from life altering medical trauma to a journey of self-realization and trauma therapy. Oh no, oh don't say God. trauma therapy because they might be worried you'll have like a flare up or something. <laughs> I will not hurt anyone on this show. <laughs> After many months of anger <laughs> management and trauma therapy, I am ready to re-enter the world. <laughs> Mailing address. All you have to do is keep that collar on me that shocks me if I go out of your yard. I was gonna say mailing address Bellevue Psych Ward. <laughs> <laughs> I am at the peak of my life, having overcome so much in the last few years from medical trauma to heartbreak. To heartbreak. I am ready to find love again. I am ready to find love again, to settle down. You guys, by the way, all this is true. Wait, but can I say one more thing that's true that you have to play up? Yeah. You have to play up like that you have a really cool, fast paced job in the entertainment industry because oh, yeah. clearly they're lacking people with interesting jobs. They're taking hashtag the boy band manager and he has a boy band cover band that he found six people to record in a basement. Like, no, he got them that expose on popculture.com popsugar.com. I mean, the crazy thing is you can literally say, like, I've been to the Oscars. I've been to Sundance. I've been like. <laughs> You can say one of my favorite personal anecdotes is the time I wore a cardigan to the Oscars. Okay, that's good. I'm from Alvin, Austin, New York. I'm at the peak of my life. <laughs> and to bring someone home to meet my dogs. Okay, and then mention the Oscars. Come on. I went to the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave it out. I work in a fast-paced industry. Yes, Cut to me watching Bachelor in Paradise <laughs> at 7 p.m. last tonight. 
in the pajamas. I don't know if I can finish in time, Devin, for the recording. I I work in a fast-paced industry. I've been to Sundance, the Oscars, and Kris Jenner's house. Oh, but, okay, wait. Love? But what if they're like, it's too close to home? Like, that's a reality show. Um. Oh, okay, wait, wait. Delete, 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 delete. <laughs> I, have a, I have a new idea. I have a new idea. I have a new idea. Okay, okay. Okay. My job has its perks, dash, staying in five-star hotels, attending the Oscars. Yeah, you could say my job has its perks. But it also has its downsides for my love life. <gasps> I'm looking for someone who can allow me to put my career first. Because then they're like, oh, she's already starting drama. She's already going to be fighting with people who are going to try to get her to move to Denver or wherever the fuck they all live. <laughs> I'm like, wait, where do you live? Tulsa? That's the moment where you say, well, if, you, if you're interested in things like five-star hotels and the Oscars, you're going to have to come to L.A. And I've been to the Sundance Oscars. What's the third place I've been? And five-star hotel. And I stay in five-star hotels. No, no, no. You're not, you're missing my pitch. <laughs> no, I got it. I'm keeping, I work in a fast paced industry and my job has its perks. I've been to, this is, this is by the way, how someone who would actually say this seriously would sound. <laughs> and my job has its perks. I've been to Sundance, the Oscars, and I stay in, in a, a five <laughs> five star hotels sometimes. No, don't say sometimes because it sounds like a joke. Star we hotels. don't want, we, they can't know we're joking, Carol. They cannot know we're joking. But it has its downsides dot 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 for my love life <laughs> for my sex life <laughs> <laughs> yeah say for my sex life no for my love life is better life it gets lonely on top no, i'm just kidding no but they should know that you're like down to hook lonely. up in the fantasy suite too and i'm looking oh yeah are you kidding me i would take everyone's keys i would show up when he was about to give his key to another girl and i'd be like i think i'm gonna need this too second just- second go around <laughs> You already know I'll do everything. So why are you looking for another girl? You already know I'll I'll go to any lengths. Like, come on. <laughs> Please don't do this to me right now. That, that was my love language in college. You already know I'll go to any lengths. Please. 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 Don't do this. Please. I have genuinely I have genuinely felt that way in a romantic connection is like just please 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 just you know I'll do anything please and it's like someone who I've literally had one conversation with and I'm trying to get them to kiss me that's my well that's the basically the show I'm trying to get on too is people being like I feel like I already really have a strong connection and so I'm interested to see where it goes from here but I'm definitely feeling like this could be you know my future husband I it's lonely and I'm looking for someone who is okay. No, not who is okay. Backspace, 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 backspace. I'm, delete, delete, Carolina, delete. I'm not being controlling. I'm not being controlling. I'm being helpful. I'm being I know. helpful. Okay. I know. So say, <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> okay. So literally I'm reading affirmations today about like live and let live. And I'm like backspace, delete space period. Okay. You need to let them know that you're fucking serious about this shit. You need so to let them know get... you'll go to the fantasy suite and you'll do anything. <laughs> Tell them you'll do anything. Tell That's me as a mom. Let them know that you will do anything to get on TV. Okay. So you need to say support. Like I, So I'm looking for someone who will support me in putting my career first. And that has been hard to find. Besides that... I love hmm. roses. 
my besides that, I my middle Hog. name is Rose. I love laser tag. No, but say like adventure or something. I love laser tag, adventure, karaoke, and big gestures of affection. Of affection. I say what's on my mind. I have no filter. How about I say what's on my mind, but I lead with empathy? Oh, Devin. This is what I was born to do. Anyone want to hire me to write their reality show application? Because I'll be there. And I have Venmo. You could say, like, many psychics have told me that I have an intuitive core or something like that. Yeah. Like, show that you're, like, kind of like a, a loopy person. Not that, that you are, but I'm saying your I persona. I am a little bit. You are the type of person who has been on a psychic call when I arrived at your house and I had to wait 45 minutes while you were FaceTiming with the oh, psychic. Oh, only 15. Many psychics have told me that I am very intuitive and that I have connections to the goddess Artemis. Wait, but does that sound too crazy? Like, they'll know yeah, you're joking? Yeah, they're going <laughs> to send me back to Bellevue. <laughs> you only live once, and this could be a very fun way to make lifelong friends and hopefully above all else meet my person did you say above all else yes okay meet my person or my husband say my person meet my person thank you okay read it aloud to us please okay you guys obviously i hope you're still here for this carolina barlow writer no i've never attended a bachelor casting event no, I've never applied for The Bachelor. Where's the next big city near you? I live in Los Angeles. I'm 5'11". My weight is 165? Question mark. Listen, by the time that I will meet with anyone, it will be back to 165. And yeah, that's kind of my goal rate right now. So if anyone has a problem with that, you can meet me on The Bachelor and fight me to the death for the love of my life. Okay. Hello. I am from Malibu and also New York. I'm, or I should probably say my name first. My name's Carolina. Yeah, say hello. My name is Carolina Rose. My name is <gasps> Carolina Rose. That'll be good because then when they Google you, it'll like they'll Google Carolina Rose Barlow and all our all our shit might not come up. I am from Malibu and also New York. I'm at the peak of my life. <laughs> so insane. <laughs> Having overcome so much in the last few years from medical trauma to heartbreak. I'm ready to find Wait, love again. To... I thought we said life altering medical trauma. Okay. Let's life. say let's say it like it is because they need to know what you're going to talk about on the one on one date. Yeah. From life altering medical trauma to heartbreak. I am ready to find love again to settle down and to bring someone home to meet my dogs. I work in a fast paced industry and my job has its perks. I've been to Sundance, the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> and I stay in five star hotels. I hate this person. <laughs> but it has downsides for my love life. It gets lonely and I'm looking for someone who will support me in putting my career first. <laughs> and that has been hard to find. Besides that, I love laser tag. <laughs> Adventure, karaoke, and big gestures of affection. I say what's on my mind, but I lead with empathy. You only live once and this could be a very fun way to make lifelong friends and hopefully above all else meet my person. I'm ready to be loved, scars and all, winky face. That's what I'm Oh, I love that. I actually love that. All right, now tongue out face. No, I'm kidding. Lastly, we have to find a picture. And what is the picture type? Like, I have bathing suit pictures. Yet again, I'll have to drop 10 before those match reality. 
or I do I do full body me throwing peace sign up? Uh, I think full body you throwing peace sign up because I think I know what one you're talking about in the flower dress. Yeah. Okay, flower dress for sure. Also, I'm curious, what do you think would happen if you changed your dating app bio to this description for a week and see what people say? Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, I've been to Sundance to the Oscars. <laughs> but it's had its downsides for my love life. People would think, oh, like she's broken with reality. She's lost her mind. She's had a it Carolina. It can be lonely. I just want someone to bring home and meet my dogs. That actually sounds like me, and it's still psychotic. I'm looking to meet someone who will support me in my career. (laughs) I love it. Okay. You guys, I'm about to send. All right. Don't forget your social security number. I'm just going to put it in in case they need it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I said I would go to any lengths. You can fraud my bank. I trust you. You can steal my identity. I told you I would go above and beyond. Oh, God. I hope this works. I really fucking need this. I need this right now. I need Carolina to go to La Quinta. I know that if I told Will, like, Will, this is crazy, but I actually got picked to be a contestant on The Bachelor. He would be like, you have to do it. I know. It's the one job. I always wonder about people's jobs when they come on the shows because I'm like, how can you really keep your job? Like, you must be losing your job. You can't actually keep like your dental hygienist job when you go on The Bachelor for three months. It makes no (laughs) sense to me as someone who's afraid to even ask for like one sick day to imagine being like, I actually need 90 days to go to uh, an island where there's a bunch of crabs and there's a bunch of singles that I might make out with. Um, but your job, I think, is one of the only jobs on this planet where I can picture that actually working. I know. He's he he would be understanding here. All right, you guys, I am going to keep you posted on if I hear back from the producers. Thank God willing. I'll go to a casting call and I'll bring I will live text Devin so we can um, discuss in person. But for now, I love you. Devin, every day is paradise with you. In the sense that there's a lot of crabs. I don't have crabs, never have. Never have. We'll catch you next time on True Romance. All I ever wanted was a little love. I want true romance. It's true. True. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. 
How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks Scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone It's just unbelievable Hide your money in your old rich men Because <laughs> she is on the prowl Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts Or wherever you get your podcasts Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.